All right, welcome to this Faith Builders Church live stream. I am so glad you are tuned in. This is going to be a continuation of the series that I'm focusing on, Refreshing Your Relationship with Jesus Christ. He is the number one relationship that every Christian, every believer, and even those who don't know Christ yet need to get right. It's not just enough to say, hey, I, I said a prayer in you know, 1999 you know, uh, and received Jesus as my Lord and Savior and praise the Lord, I'm under grace and you know I'll get to heaven. No, God wants to develop a real relationship with you. God wants to develop you from what you were to what he's calling you to become. And he wants you to be an influence in this world. And the only way you're going to really have an influence in this world is to develop a true, authentic relationship with the Son of God. You listen, you're not good enough. I promise you there is a cause for Christ, and it's because we, you, me, everybody that, that's in this world is falling short of the glory of God. We are falling short of the standard of the law, and because of that, we need an advocate. We need Jesus. We need someone between us, a mediator that will be there, and I mean actually build a bridge between us and our Father so that we can actually come into the presence of God. And that's what Jesus is all about. Jesus is inviting you to come boldly before the throne of grace, coming to him, coming to the understanding of who he truly is. Over the past few weeks, we talked about the fact that we're not to be competitive. We're not to be controlling. We're not to just try to live out the law, you know, and this one's good and that one's bad and this one's, you know, right and that one's wrong and all of that nonsense. That is not going to lead you to a closer walk with Christ. That is not going to lead you to a refreshing walk with Christ. You're just going to be out there battling and saying, you know what, I'm better than you are and they're better than I am and who knows and, you know, on and on that thing's going to go and all of a sudden you're all about the control rather than about the liberty that we've received through the spirit of God. Hallelujah. The second week or the the following week we talked about you know, being overactive in the kingdom of God. It's all about what I can do for the kingdom of God, knocking everybody down to get everything done. And, oh, we got to get this done. And, oh, we got to get that done. We talked about Martha. And I tell you, if you're going to invite Jesus into your home, praise the Lord, you might as well sit down and get to know him. You might as well sit down and, and, and have a conversation with him because he's there for a reason. He's there for a purpose. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. And he wants to sit down and talk with you. You cannot do a enough. It's not about your works without your faith. You're going to need incredible faith to make those works actually uh, 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 cause what you're doing to become fruitful and multiply in the presence of God. But we also don't want to become overly passive and just let someone else do everything. You know, it's 10% of the people that do 90% of the work in the world and in the kingdom, and that should not be. Listen, we should all be joined arms together, all willing to do whatever it takes to overcome, not overburdening one and not the other. Praise the Lord. You are gifted. You are called. God has a plan for your life. God wants you to fan the flame, the flames of, of the gifts that he has given to you. He doesn't want you to sit idly back there. He doesn't want you to just sit off to the side. He wants you part of the kingdom of God. He wants you part of the church. 
So as much as that person can be overactive in the kingdom of God, don't be underactive either. Praise the Lord. The more you'll balance that, it, it, you, the more of a, a more godly relationship you'll have. The more you'll, you'll balance truth and grace in your life, the more of a godly, balanced life that you'll have. And we don't want to be aggressive towards others. We don't want to be aggressive towards God. God, you said this, and, you know, I did all these things, and now where are you in my life, and all of that kind of thing. And you don't want to be a people pleaser on the other end. You don't want to just let everybody run all over you. You don't want to just say que sera to God either. You want to find that balance. You want to find, hey, I know who I am in Jesus Christ, and, hey, you know what, I, I can also be in faith to receive that thing, right? You got to find those balances in your life. You can't be over aggressive and you can't just be sitting on the sidelines. Praise the Lord. You can't be over aggressive and you can't be the victim in life again that's getting abused over and over and over again. Hallelujah. But I want to continue with something else here that is really important when you're developing a relationship with God. And that is that you can't just be disconnected. You can't just be, you know, uh, living on some parallel life with, you know, everything the way it is and just kind of just letting things happen the way they happen. You can't allow religion to infiltrate to the point where you don't have relationship anymore with God himself. And I've seen people do this over and over and over again. They get disconnected from a true godly relationship. They live this mediocre life, and they say, hey, I'm okay because I go to church, or hey, I send my kids to church, or hey, you know, I do good things. You know, you, listen, if you could do it on your own, you don't need a relationship with God, but you can't do it on your own, and you do need a relationship with God. You are not going to find a relationship with God through religion. Religion is the stench in the nostrils of God. And I'm quoting Bishop Jerry Pruitt on that because, listen, if all it is is about your religious obligation to do what you can do, you know, and, and just go through all of that, listen, you're not going to overcome in the same way you would if you developed a true relationship with the Son of God. Matthew 15, verse 1 through 9 says, Some Pharisees and teachers of religious law now arrived from Jerusalem to see Jesus. They asked him, Why do your disciples disobey our age-old tradition? For they ignore our tradition of ceremonial, ceremonial hand-washing before they eat. Jesus replied, Why do you, by your traditions, violate the direct commandments of God? For instance, God says, honor your father and your mother, and anyone who speaks disrespectfully of your father or mother must be put to death. But you say it is all right for people to say to their parents, sorry, I can't help you. For I have vowed to give God what I would have given to you. In this way, you say they don't need to honor their parents, and you cancel the word of God for the sake of your own traditions. You hypocrites, this is Jesus, man, I'll tell you. You hypocrites, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you, for he wrote, these people honor me with their lips. They clap their hands and lift their hands in worship, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship is a, oh my goodness, a farce. For they teach man-made ideas as commands 
from God. Listen, you're never going to be good enough in and of yourself. But in Christ, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, a brand new creation in Him. It's all about Him. It's all about the relationship with Him. It's all about understanding who He is, not worrying about whether the, the blue chairs in the sanctuary are perfectly straight or, you know, we've got the exact number of envelopes, you know, on the backs of the seats and every pen has a, a pen, you know, a, 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 or every uh, a seat back has a pen in it or, you know, we hit every single note right in our praise and worship. No, the Bible says make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Bible says, do everything that you do is unto Him. Become pleasing to Him. Do it as unto Him. And He will do things that people cannot do for you. Religion cannot do for you. Listen, you don't want to have just a little connection with Jesus. You don't want to just have a little connection and just say, you know, Jesus is my Jesus when I need him. I keep him in this little box right here. Every time I need him, I can go over to the shelf. I can pull it down. Oh, I can look at Jesus and, oh, Jesus is good. And I can put him back up on the shelf again. No, listen, he doesn't want that. That is not a relationship. If you treated your mother that way, if you treated your father that way, if you treated your spouse or your children or your business associates that way, they wouldn't, that wouldn't be a relationship at all. So there's no such thing as a little connection with Jesus. It's all or nothing. And it's, listen, he's already made it all for you. He sent his only begotten son. He did it all. He made a way where there seemed to be no way. He gave everything, and he wants you to receive it with gladness, not as an obligation, not out of necessity, not because I have to. You know, no, listen, it's not about what you're going to do or what you're not going to do. It's about your faith. It's about your corresponding action in that faith towards the finished work of Jesus Christ. That's it. If you're looking for something else, you're in the wrong place doing the wrong things. I want to invite you to a true godly relationship with Jesus who invites you into his presence, who chooses to live on the inside of you, who wants to fill you to overflowing with many blessings, who's given you his grace, who has accomplished the truth for your life because he knew you couldn't do that on your own. Let's get off of autopilot. Let's shut that thing off. Let's grab the steering wheel again. Let's get reacquainted with the plane, the battleship here, you know. Let's not get on the love boat. Let's get on the battleship. Let's drive somewhere with Christ, knowing that we are in this world, but not of it. Not getting tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. You know, doctrines are going to come. Doctrines are going to go. Dispensations of God are going to come. Dispensations of God are going to go. God doesn't want us to make memorials out of everything that he even does. He wants us to say, okay, I did that. But you know what? I'm about to do a brand new thing. About to open the windows of heaven over your life in a brand new way. But I, I got to talk with you. I, I got to show you what I need to show you so that you can receive that which I have in store for you. You see, you're, there's nothing missing or broken in the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. But there is this need to try to fulfill some religious obligation rather than a relationship that separates us from all that God is, all that God was, and all that he'll ever be. 
He is your God. He is your Father. He is your Savior, your healer, your deliverer. I mean, He is all of that, and He wants to get it all to you. And the only way you're going to do it is get there by faith and that corresponding action towards His will every day of your life. Rebuild that fire over and over again in your life. Let's get out of the the mundane routines of our lives. Let's get out of just the same old, same old, you know, go to work, punch a clock, you know, earn some money, pay some bills, watch some TV, you know, go to Flagstaff for the weekend, you know, go to church every once in a while, you know. We got to get out of the routine. We got to get into the expectation that God wants to do a brand new thing in our lives. And he's not going to do it through some religious obligation. Um, You know, let's not sweep our problems under the rug, right? You know, listen, religion just allows you to keep doing what you've always done and, and somehow expect a different result. It's not going to happen that way. God wants you to see things newly. He wants to see you to see the way things truly are in the Word of God rather than what you're telling yourself that they are. He wants to liberate you in every possible way and indeed has liberated you Because he is liberty. He is that freedom. And he wants to be expressive of that freedom in his relationship with you and you receiving that in the relationship with him. Tell God what's going on in your world. Don't talk to him in these and thys and therefores and the way I do it or the way you saw somebody on TV do it or whatever. Forget all that stuff. No, don't talk that way. Just talk to him like you're talking to your, your cousin or your, your best friend. That's how God wants to talk to you. That's how God wants to, to have that intimacy with you. He tells us to call him Abba, Father, Daddy. It's intimate. It's, it's closer than just, you know, Dad or, oh, my father, you know, or, or, or some pretentious religious concept that in many ways separates us from the true nature of God himself in which he wants to share with you. You are the vessel of God's glory. He, He can't get any closer than he is inside of you. And he wants you to be the distributor of his glory. And the only way you're ever going to bring God glory is to be a distributor of his glory. That is his will. That is why he has given us right standing with him. And so we can be distributors of that and actually build the kingdom of God here on this earth. Expand our little bubble beyond our little, you know, pea patch and keep growing bigger and bigger. Oh, man, God, this relationship with you has caused me to think about things I never thought of, I never saw before. And God knows you. He, he, he knows you better than you know yourself. And I'm not talking about the, new, the you that you have defined. I'm talking about the you that he has defined. Before there was a before, before the foundations of the world, he knew you, the true you. And that's who he's trying to develop. That's what this relationship with him is all about. That's why he could no longer be with man, but he had to be in man. And that's the difference between an Old Testament, you know, uh, 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 word and a New Testament word. 
That's the reason I believe as a pastor that Jesus really came. Yes, to overcome the influence of sin, but really to reinstitute the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of his people. If you receive Jesus, you receive his spirit. And if you receive his spirit, you have liberty in every area of your life. I hope you're enjoying this series. I'll tell you, I hope your your relationship with Christ is getting stronger and stronger and stronger and less religious and more authentic. You see, Jesus wants intimacy with every single person. Intimacy. Let's go back to that last scripture of the of that verse that I read earlier, Matthew 15. Uh, verse 9, or verse 8 and 9. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They, their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as commands from God. Listen, these, God is sharing everything with us, and yet we still want to pull back and go, well, you know, wait a second here. We got to, you know, do this this way, and this is when that happens, and then this happens over here, and we've got, boy, we're just the master orchestrators, and we're we're going to make sure that this is going to happen just the way it's supposed to happen and all these plans and ideas that we have and all the marketing we can do to market ourselves as a church and all the, the worldly things that try to get in the way of just God being who God is in our lives. That's the purpose of this church. That's the purpose of this ministry is to help you develop a true, authentic, I mean, a, a relationship with God that's not just good enough, not just to get me by, not to, you know, I, I can go to church and then, you know, Pastor Barb can give me this amazing, powerful message and pump me back up, you know, and then leave and go back out in the world and live like I always live. No, no, at some point, you got to move from that, which is a great place to start, but you've got to move into who am I in Jesus Christ? I don't know. Pastor, Bar It's not Pastor Barb or Pastor Paul's job or, or some godly leader's job to tell me who I am in Christ. No, it's my job. I can sit down with the Word of God. I can begin to study the Word of God. I don't have to understand everything. I have the Holy Spirit who teaches me. <laughs> yeah, He does. Again, even reading the Bible can become very religious. Well, you know, I, I heard this sermon one time about this pastor who said this and that. Okay, great. Praise the Lord. You got it. But move on. Move on into the deeper dimensions of who you are in Christ through that relationship with Him. One-on-one, -on -one, you and Him. I mean, holding hands like you never held before. You feeling His presence closer than it, you've ever felt it before. You know what? Pastor Barb has said this many times. She says, you know what? The opportunity to pray for somebody or to minister to somebody is so that they can feel the presence of God. Well, listen. I would love to pray for you to do that. Pastor Barb would love to pray for you to do that. The pastors and elders and the leadership of this church would love to do that for you. But I also know Jesus has already done it for you. He'll give you that same feeling and that intimate time that you'll develop with him. And I, I promise you, it will be life-changing. What we really need to do is have an accepting and balanced relationship with Jesus. We need to understand that we're on the same team together. We need to complement each other. God, you do what you do. I will do what I do. And you know what? Everything I do is I'm going to do is unto you. And when you can get that right, you can develop that deep relationship with him. 
You'll begin to understand that you have, he's got your back in every possible way because you got his back. You know what? You are a promoter of the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ, not in an inauthentic way, but in an authentic way, in a demonstration of power kind of way, in a way that the, a worldly person could perceive you as something supernatural and go, there's something different about that person. There's something different about that person. I can't put my finger on it. But there's something different. All of a sudden, you become the catalyst for change for that person to receive the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. I can tell you this much. God is interested in giving to you. The question is, are you willing to give back to him? Are you ready to revitalize this relationship with him? Are you ready to get rid of the old stale nature, the old, you know, uh, scale of zero to seven relationship with God's, uh, you know, five and a half? Well, praise the Lord. Let's push it beyond the limits. Hallelujah. Let's start caring again about God the way he cares for us. Let's start loving God the way he loves us. Let's start becoming more intimate in our relationship with him. Let's start developing a unified purpose with God, with his church, with the church leadership, and begin to orchestrate the very presence of God in our own lives and in the lives of others. I want to make sure that every person who is listening to me tonight has the opportunity to A, come to Christ for the first time, B, come back to Christ, or C, really get this relationship rekindled with Christ again. I want you to all say this prayer together with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Make me right with you. I'm ready to develop a relationship with you, free from religion, free from tradition, authentic, one-on-one. -on -one. Holy Spirit, come live inside of me. Jesus, I make you the Lord of my life. I pray these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Hey, listen, if you came to Christ and you said that prayer and you meant it with all your heart, please put something in, that, in the comment list below. I receive Christ. If you're coming back to Christ, just put down in there, hey, I, I, I'm coming back to Christ. Hey, if you're, if you're refreshing your relationship with Jesus, just put refreshed. Hallelujah. Down that comment feed below. I love you all. I thank you for tuning in. Hey, please come and check us out on Sunday mornings. Pastor Barb's going to have an incredible message just for you. We have services both at 9 and 1030 a.m. You can watch those online, but we really invite you to come in, per in, in person. God bless you all. Continue to refresh your relationship with Jesus Christ. Let go of, of the old way and embrace the new. God bless you all.